0: Bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. I first got into healthy living when I was in high school. Uh, My mother uh, dragging me to the health food store (laughs) as a kid in the 70s. Well, she didn't exactly drag me where everything smelled like carob and cardboard. Eventually it worked and I decided that I wanted to live a healthy lifestyle and I started swimming and getting into exercise and then I Started doing a lot of other great jobs in the health field, and I got my master's in public health. And the reason I'm going on and on is that I'm very passionate, obviously, about health and about wellness and about prevention. I feel like we're in a system right now of medical care that wants to work with us once we're already sick instead of helping us get well. The good news is this is not the case for everybody, and I am so excited to have two wonderful gentlemen, Dr. Thomas Updike and Gerald Stansberry. They're from Telemed at VIP.com. They're going to talk about their wonderful program, but in general, I want to talk with them about why health education is so important in today's world and how we can get more of it. Gentlemen, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you very much, Lisa. It's so nice to be with you this morning.
2: Thank you, Lisa. Great to be here.
0: It's so nice to have you both on now. You know what I love is a country doctor for the digital age that is on your website. And I think that makes so much sense because my father-in-law who comes over every day to visit, you know, my daughter, his granddaughter, his father was, he's, he's 84 almost 85. So his father was a country doctor. And he tells me these stories. And I think, wow, that's so incredible. And I think, wow, now it's so different. You go to the doctor, you get five minutes. If you're lucky, they tell you to take a pill. There's not much on lifestyle. So Dr. Updike, I'd love you to tell us a little bit about when you first realized how important the prevention piece and the health ed and the wellness education is.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, Of course, I have been in the field for over 50 years. And through the years, I've seen persons who, if they had taken care of themselves when they were uh, younger or done very simple things like uh, proper nutrition or exercise, uh, simple kinds of things could have uh, eliminated serious medical problems uh, now that they're old. So it occurred to me why don't we go back and really work in a planful way with individuals to help them to understand their own body? what their body is telling them and how to proper take care of it.
0: Oh, that makes so much sense. Cause it does, it makes a huge difference. And again, it's so heartbreaking when we're trying to treat the problem. I'm not going to say it's too late because it's, you know, for some people it can be, but for many people they can make those lifestyle changes, but why not get to them? Let's talk a little bit, Gerald, about your role at uh, Telemed VIP and just a little bit about the, the company.
1: Well, first of all, I started uh, Telemed VIP. Oh, okay. I've done telemedicine for quite a number of years As a matter of fact, uh, the very first telemedicine I ever did was over closed-circuit black-and-white television, where we were able to hook up with a medical center uh, in Virginia to uh, the Appalachia area of Virginia and could actually have a physician see a patient at that distance. So it's something I've been interested in a long time. So that's the technology side of the house, and I think we have to use technology to get uh, good medical care to the, to the individual now what does good medical care mean it does not mean tertiary level of treatment it doesn't mean treating the individual after they've already become ill it means what what do we need to do in order to help to empower this person to begin a realistic plan of taking care of their health recognizing what issues are developing and had to be proactive about handling their own health care put another way Individuals have got to become much more responsible for their own health care and not try to delegate their personal health care to the physician or to the system. So with all of this in mind, I thought the best approach that I can think to address this is to create telemed VIP, where physicians and patients alike have an opportunity to come together with this framework and to ensure good health for both. And a few minutes later, I'll talk about good health for the physician, too.
0: Oh, great. No, I'd love for you to go into that. I think that's so important.
1: Well, let's take a look at the uh, average physician today. Uh, the physician, normally uh, we work 2,080 hours a year. Physicians work twenty three, twenty four, twenty six hundred 24, 2,600 hours uh, a year. What that says is that they're working 14 hours a day. They have little time for themselves or their family. So what's happening is that many, many physicians are burning out, or they're not practicing the medicine that they were trained to do. So how can we provide an opportunity for the take pressure off of the physician, while at the same time allowing the physician to practice medicine? Well, that's a part of what we are trying to do. But there are several things that need to happen in order for this to occur. We need to rethink. Uh, the role of the physician in a person's health and to realize that other professionals like nurse practitioners, physician's assistants, nutritionists, exercise physiologists, psychologists, social workers, all have a role in helping to keep people healthy. So I believe we need to reconceptualize the system of care and begin to utilize then other professionals in a team approach that can take pressure off the physicians and allow them the time to do what they've been trained to do and what they know best to do. And failing to do that is that physicians are more and more dropping out of um, um, you know, medical care. Secondly, the physician suicide rate is going up. And thirdly, by far the large number of residents already burned out with medicine before they've even gotten into the uh, private practice. Something has to be done. And so hopefully this will serve as a model for a different approach to providing this care.
0: Wow. And you said it so well, Dr. Updike. You know, I'm I'm going to be uh, on a show this this uh, fall in 2018 called Reverse. They've already had Season 2 on the Discovery Life Channel. And, and Charles Maddox is incredible. And the reason I bring it up, it's it's a basically a show about helping people have diabetes and they have the nutritionists and they have the physicians and they have, you know, the whole team who basically teaches people how to live well, because what happens is for Charles, at least when he went to his doctor, he got diagnosed with diabetes. The first thing the doctor mentioned was medication. He didn't even mention lifestyle. Now, I'm not going to say that's how it goes across the board, but I still feel like there's just not enough education. So for Charles, he said, I'm taking this into my own hands and I'm going to create a show that really has a a great group of people that can help change people's lives. And I think what you're doing, what Charles is doing, the more we can get it out there, the more we can make it accessible via technology and our smartphones and all the things that, you know, let's really make it smart. Let's make our lives healthier. Right, Gerald? Wouldn't you say that's that's what we need to be doing?
2: Absolutely. And that's something that really we see with people who get diagnosed with type two diabetes and they think it's uh, kind of a end of what they're doing and change Um, who they are, and really it's about, okay, well, you have type 2 diabetes, let's look at this and let's take control of your lifestyle, your eating habits, um, exercise, and not make it restrict, 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 but let's show people that there is another way of providing good nutrition that they will enjoy eating. Um, They don't have to give up necessarily the flavors they love by any means. Let's work with nutritionists and chefs who create recipes that really mirror what people enjoy and let people enjoy those tastes, the textures of the food they enjoy, the look at a plate that looks appetizing, like something that they really want to dig into and kind of get rid of the word diet. Um, We think that's a very negative word. And let's celebrate food because food is medicine.
0: I'm so glad you said that. I talk about that a lot on the show here at Don't Talk Healthy Today. Food is medicine, and if we can learn to utilize it and prepare it. And that's the thing, too, when you get a diagnosis like diabetes or another diagnosis where you have to change your life, it can be so overwhelming. And so to, to know that there's people out there to help you through this journey and to help you you know, do what you need to do in a way where you don't feel restricted because that's when it can be really hard and challenging and go downhill. So talk to us a little bit about what you folks do, because I think it's so important for other people who have any sort of clinic or if they want to get into telemedicine. Uh, actually, I should even have you define that, doctor. <laughs> I probably should have started with that. Be like, Wait, 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 go back, Lisa. What is telemedicine?
1: <laughs> telemedicine is the use of a variety of technologies that can help to um, uh, the physician, for example, to hear the patient's heart to see an electrocardiogram, uh, to look at the tympanic membrane, for example, the eardrum, the throat, uh, the nose, the skin, and so forth, uh, not just using the telephone, but actually visually being able to see it and use all kinds of devices that are available to help the
2: physician to treat that patient. I'm um, <laughs> really, that... Um Got to pick up on Dr. Updike here. Sure. People hear telemedicine, they may think telephone, but like he's saying, it is a visual yeah. medium. You're picking up things, some things that you might normally not see. We've had stories with psychiatrists who have been mm-hmm. seeing a person in office and the person would report everything was fine and nothing going on. But when the person actually went and did a telemedicine or telehealth session, they revealed much more than they would being in office, and they said that's because they felt a little bit safer, like they were not going to be rushed off to an inpatient unit if they talked about being suicidal. It it gave them a little bit more comfort to actually talk and have a more meaningful session. And then for the physician, also, you get a look inside the person's calling from home, and for example, a pediatrician, they get an idea of what's going on in the house based on what they see on that screen, the interactions they may hear in the background. Um, It gives them kind of a bird's Mm -hmm. eye into that person's world.
3: more with lisa davis coming up now you know mindful eating is an essential part of self-care we all know that every part of our life is enhanced when we eat nourishing healthy meals but eating right can be hard to maintain you know it and i know it but that's where Sunbasket comes in to help with 18 weekly recipes there is something for everyone now recently i enjoyed making chicken parmesan and black bean cauliflower tostadas diablo Mm hmm, enough said. So here's the deal Sunbasket makes it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home, no matter how much experience you have in the kitchen. And there's paleo, gluten free, vegetarian, vegan, and pescatarian options. Sunbasket works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh organic produce and responsibly raised meats and seafood. All delivered to your door. Just go to sunbasket.com slash talk healthy to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash talk healthy for $35 off. sunbasket.com slash talk healthy. And now back to Lisa Davis.
0: I like that. And you know, what's nice too, is not only is that Dr. Updike was saying, you can see your doctor, but you can see the nutritionist and you can see the other types of health coaches that you have that are going to work with folks to help them live a better and healthier life. And and you need that emotional support. You know, we we, we had a great conversation the other day and, and I was saying that I'm going to be doing emotional coaching on the show reversed. And you and I have talked about that for telemedicine. And I think it's it's such an exciting thing because sometimes your loved ones just don't get it. And they don't have the chronic illness. They're not the ones who have to make the big changes. They're not the ones feeling scared. Maybe they are. Okay, I should say they probably do feel scared. But I think, Gerald, you know what I mean. (laughs) It's a different feeling, right? And to tap into somebody who understands it more and can help you directly is, I think, incredibly essential.
1: Well, Lisa, you're absolutely right. And there are two other parts to this. One is that it's convenient, you can do it at your own schedule, and secondly is that you can do it from the privacy and comfort of your own home, or your office, or wherever feels Mm -hmm. most comfortable for you.
0: Yeah, I like that, that does make a big difference. And then I think there's, you know, you don't have to go to the doctor, and we've talked about this as well, you know, when I bring my daughter to the doctor, for like a wellness visit, I'm so paranoid. I'm like, don't touch anything. Don't touch the chairs. Don't touch the door. Let me get a tissue. I mean, I must look like a complete germ phobe, which I am. So I, I readily admit that here to everybody. Uh, yeah. But still, it's a pain, right? And and, and, it, and especially if you're like super sick, last thing you want to do and there's no one to drive you or you're just feeling overwhelmed. It's such a great thing to have. But but like I said, when I, I had you guys on my other show, It's Your Health, and I immediately thought I have to have them on Talk Healthy Today because... There, people need to know that health ed is so incredibly important, and I want to highlight a company that's doing just that and influence other companies who aren't. You know, when you just, the, the standard practice of care with, you know, what is it, seven minutes with your doctor, if you're lucky, and then maybe you're given a pamphlet, they might give you a pamphlet on what you should be doing, but it's just not enough.
1: Well, you know, Lisa, you brought up a really important point, and that has to do with the whole idea of health education. You know, we have to help to transform the system from a disease treatment approach to a disease avoidance or, indeed, disease prevention. In order to be able to do that successfully, we have to really focus in on how we are doing health education, and it's a lifelong uh, experience. It's not just a one-shot deal. It's changing the person's lifestyle. It's changing the way they understand their own body, the way their body is communicating information to them, the way they need to learn to understand what their body is saying and understand the consequences of, example, of smoking. And there are severe consequences, and you don't do this in a fear way. You do it in an informed way. So health education in the future uh, is going to become absolutely critical, particularly where the focus is going to move from responsibility on the physician to do everything to responsibility on the patient. You are responsible for your own health, and you need to learn something about it. That's a very different approach.
0: Well, it's, it's funny because I call my other show, It's Your Health, because it's your health. Like, I'm here to get great people on the shows that I do, like yourselves, and to educate people, but they need to take that information and do it themselves. Now, they might be saying, well, wait a second, you just said that, you know, the great thing about what you're doing is that you can work with people. That's still, to me, taking it on your own shoulders. Just because you need help to know what to do, you know, to do the right thing, you're still doing it.
1: That's right. And one of the roles of, of the physician, as I see it, is something we call anticipatory uh, medicine and mm-hmm. anticipatory health. And what we mean by that is that the, the uh healthcare team need to truly understand this individual. We need to understand the potential risks this person may be facing at some point in time. We have mm-hmm. to, using well-defined health education, help the person to understand that and to be proactive in uh, their response to any of these potential risks.
0: I think so, too. Now, Gerald, how did you get involved with... Oh, go ahead, Gerald. Go ahead.
2: No, 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 you go. One of the reasons we look at having a person do a DNA screening to get some background on their genetics and what health risks they may have that may or may not come to fruition, but at least our team has an idea of what they could be if we start to see any kind of symptoms. And I think as we look across the board right now, we're starting to see a little bit of that shift because we see people are interested in their DNA. They're looking at Ancestry.com or they're looking at 23andMe. um, Or I think Helix is another one now that's doing DNA that's really starting to advertise. So we're seeing a lot of interest in DNA. We're seeing people using the wearable technologies of the smart Watches um, the health apps that they can use, the nutritional guides. <clears throat> Excuse me, the people are using who are watching what they're eating. So we're starting to see that shift, um, but hopefully, on a culture side, we'll see it really change now. Um, moving forward,
1: I think that's going yeah, to be Dr. essential in um, order to be able to yeah, in order okay. to change the healthcare system, uh, <clears throat> moving away from the disease model to a wellness model. A preservation of health model is going to be essential.
0: I think so too. Now, Dr. Updike, what do you say for people who uh, maybe can't afford it or don't have the right types of insurance? What can they do to to help themselves? I mean, obviously, I think it's important to get great health information, uh, have somebody that you trust maybe meet you for work, workouts. I mean, things like that where you can have like an accountability partner. What else would you say?
1: I would certainly say it would begin with the elementary school, you know, where good health habits can be established and not only do children don't need to be told to do this, they need to understand why. And to help them understand mm. why they're doing this, they'll feel better, they'll feel more alert, they'll have uh, uh, healthy bodies they can play and enjoy, enjoy life generally. But that doesn't stop there. It has to go all the way through uh, and become a part of the fabric of our very community. Where the community itself is talking about good health uh, to insist if, um, uh food producers produce food that is healthy for us, uh, we need to look at uh, such things as the oversizing of our portions. I mean, who needs a 32-ounce uh, oh, soda? That's
0: disgusting.
1: You don't need Nobody. that. So we've got to reframe all of those things. And, and so it's a constant state of education, re-education, and information.
0: I think so too. Now, Gerald, tell us a little bit about what needs to happen if somebody wants to become involved with Telemed VIP.
2: It's as simple as either going to our website, which is the uh, www.telemedvip.com, or giving us a call um, at 713 452 1873. I was going to add on a little bit too to what Dr. Updike was just saying in terms of changing kind of this perception and add in too that we talked a lot about physical health, but talking about the emotional health and the mental health as well. And I think we still deal with a lot of stigmas that people experience in regards to mental health and having some real fears of coming forward with some of those issues. So I think part of that education that we talk about does begin, like Dr. I said, with the elementary school, the middle school and high school levels of, let's talk a little bit more about mental health and what that means and what people experience, and it's essentially chemical and not that entirely different from diabetes or some of the other diseases that people face.
0: I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm such a huge proponent. I I talk about mental health here a lot, and I think that's something that we we definitely need to do. Now, in order for people to come to TeleMed VIP, they need to be in your area, correct, Gerald?
2: We have our office here in Houston, and if someone wants to come into an office for the first visit, they live anywhere in Texas, that's fine, but Houston, Austin are really our major hubs currently here in Texas, and then we also have space in Denver, Colorado.
0: Oh, cool. So if people, can they come to you, though, from other parts of the country, and then they can utilize your services? Or let's just say they're on your site, they're like, oh, wow, that emotional health coach, Lisa Davis, seems pretty cool. I want to work with her. Like, how... (laughs) How would that work? I know I'm shameless.
1: <laughs> Certainly with all the services, uh, if a license is required for the particular practice, then they would have to mm-hmm. we would have to have practitioners that are licensed in the state in which the patient resides. and that is sort of mm-hmm. our philosophy. There are other kinds of support services that don't necessarily need uh, licensing in a variety of states, but the services nevertheless are important life coaching, things like that are absolutely essential, or some good uh, nutritional coaching, uh, the same same thought may apply there. So um, now, we're also interested in hearing from people what their needs are, so we can figure out ways of, of meeting those needs.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Now, if people are interested, then, in the more coaching side of things, do they have to have a first initial visit in Texas, or can they call in? How is it, How does that work?
1: No, they can call in. uh, With a lot of the counseling that we can do, particularly around uh, coaching, uh, it's going to be face-to-face via uh, the uh, teleconferencing. So uh, that, that works out quite well indeed.
2: For example, a chef who can see people no matter where they are, and she will spend a lot of time talking to them, finding out what they like, and then can go and create healthy options menu for them for a week or two weeks, whatever they may need.
1: You know, we're uh, in a conversation about the importance of uh, health and health education with the idea that we're going to begin to reform the system from a disease uh, model to a prevention model. There is, however, another part of health education that no one really is talking about. And if you don't mind, I would like to bring that up now. Oh, of course. That has to do with us understanding that aging is a natural process. It is not a disease. And so often we treat aging as though it were a disease. And in fact, we do not like to have end of life conversations around one's health, what to expect, and what may be appropriate for a person who's quite elderly and has a short time to live. This is where the quality of life becomes more important than perhaps a medical intervention. The difficulty is that uh, Americans generally have a great deal of difficulty in accepting the reality that we're all going to die at one time or another. And for us to help to understand that process and to help to be more effective with our loved ones, we really need to have a conversation around end-of-life issues, including health, uh, quality of life, emotional health and general well-being so it's very difficult for people to talk about but from a health education point of view lisa i see it is absolutely essential
0: oh i couldn't agree more i'd love for you to come back we can do a whole show on that that is something that is definitely missing in our conversations i want to thank you all so much for coming on if people want to learn more they can go to www.telemedvip.com And this has been such a great show. I learned so much from you guys, and I'm so excited. It's so inspirational to know that there's companies out there who are really focusing on health education. It just warms my heart. I want to thank everyone for listening to Talk Healthy Today. You can follow me at HealthMediaGal1, or you can find everything you need at It's Your Health with LisaDavis.com. Thanks so much, and stay well.